These are not the tales of heroes. These are tales of reavers and cut purses, of heathen slayers and tight-lipped warlocks guarding long-dead secrets. These are tales of gold and glory, won with sorcery and sword, where a moment's hesitation is all that separates the victorious from the dead. These are tales from the fallen empire, an age when chaos seethed in the shadows and dragons began to stir in their ages-long sleep. These are tales of high adventure. These are Mighty Deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name is Glenn. I am your judge tonight. Joining me around the table with their characters are... Jason, the Dwarven Cleric. Michael, a.k.a. Sully. I'm playing Alvar, the Elven Sage, now wizard. Luke, playing Abramovich, the war god barbarian. Carl, playing Irina, the Sentinel. All right, so now you guys are Taking traveling it. through the castle. You reach where Gertruda is. Kill her. You know how to... You can't kill her. My bad. You guys just going to leave her here, right? Yes. Yeah, we have to come back for okay. her. She's going to so get in the house. Now thinking, you guys... I'm thinking about her. Would she know where Escher... Because we're going to have to find where he sleeps, too. Yeah, but let's get would she know? I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm thinking we can go back to her. Yeah. I think that she would know. That Escher killed him and have her lead us to him. And we'll kill... Escher killed your boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, she won't be glamored if we kill him. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, so she'll probably be all willing to help us. Because The other question is, how are we going to get in the door since our locksmith is dead? Well, we already said it's locked from the outside, so you guys can get her out. Right, right. Locked by a locksmith on the outside. Locked so that it can be opened from the outside. She just can't open it from the inside. So, we're going to get there and she's going to have starved to death. You guys are talking about... (laughs) Just the bones. Um... You guys are talking about how you're going to get past this teleportation trap in the crypts. Mm -hmm. Everybody roll a 3d6. You're trying to get your intelligence or less. Uh, Probably. Yes. Okay. So as you guys are... First of all, are you going to take... The sheep and the horse and the zero levels into the crypts or... Okay. (laughs) All right. No. no. To be honest with you, I I don't think it's necessary. It would just require... Do we understand how to get in the room? Past the teleportation trap? No. Okay. No, you guys have not figured that out yet. Oh, you're thinking you might want to use them as teleport bait? Are we down there? So, Irina and Nigel... As you guys are going through the connecting hallway here, Mm -hmm. you guys notice what you didn't notice before. This is a little side chamber. You look in there, and there is the body. uh, There are the bodies of two fallen adventurers. You guys go in to check it out, and it is Esmeralda. Cool. The paladin whose sword you are now carrying. Uh Ah. You guys loot the body? Sure. I loot her body for sure. Yes. yes. What, what, who's the other one? Uh, some random village person. She may Is got some jewelry that, that I, I might wear? want. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it. You're the Burgermeister now. You can afford all the jewelry you want. Oh, no. I want this jewelry because it'd be dangerous. <laughs> sexy danger jewelry. Uh, actually, she has sexy 
Danger Girl Armor. Sexy Danger Girl Armor. Sexy Danger Girl Armor. So it's just it's just a bikini. It's bra. a chainmail bikini. Okay. It's literally just two pasties. No, 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 no. <laughs> have you guys not seen like the the cosplayers who like they have ten layers of armor and they still look sexy? Like you can still see cleavage, but then they have like oh, all like, this armor and anime Japanese like a stuff cru- going you ever on? seen like a crusader from Diablo three? Like they're full armor, but it looks great. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's sexy Danger Girl armor. You take Spike sex- shoulder. Of course, I take it. Do you just throw it on the horse? You don't have. We don't have a lot of time, so yeah. Okay, all right. I throw Esmeralda's so, body. Write down "sexy danger girl." Gotcha, armor. girl. You know, throw it doesn't take an hour and a half to put on armor. Yeah, you know that, right? <laughs> I never said it did. Okay. Okay. Oh well, what's on the other villager? I'm just saying, take also uh, nothing's on the other villager. Okay, but put it on a walk. Done that before. Uh, roll a d hundred to see what you find oh, on okay. Esmeralda. Sure. Uh, one is the loneliest number. <laughs> okay, okay she has a um, a strong fermented beverage that acts as a healing potion in this world. So it would be a two d six healing potion. Sick. Put okay. down. Put down a uh, fermented. I'm working on it. Put down yeah. for, fermented cabbage. Ah, nice. It is fermented mm. from cabbage. Ugh. It's delicious, apparently. Ugh. There's one more item to find on her. Who searches for it? I can. What you want? Uh, D100. 94. Okay. This is the ring of fate. <laughs> Um, I got a fermented cabbage. He got a ring of fate. Yeah, exactly. Are you serious? Well, you rolled a one and he rolled a 95. So. Four. 94. 94. Yeah, I'm sorry. 95 is ring of ruin. We are, by the way, using the loot tables from the awesome index card RPG from uh, Runehammer Games. Check it out. Um, basically, it has two charges left and it will allow you to succeed at any roll you fail. Oh, sick. So two two charges left. Just any time you fail on a roll, use a charge from it, and you automatically succeed. So the so. next two attacks. Yeah, right. Nice. No kidding. Right. With your luck, it's like, <laughs> especially because you guys are going to fight Strahd. Okay. All right, so so first, so do you guys want to have a brief discussion about trying to get past the trap? No. Because I here's the thing. Like we should. I here's like the thing. Should. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you meta. I'm gonna metagame you guys for a second. There is a constant spawn of wraiths in the crypts now. Got it. Okay? So you guys get in there. You... We got to get in, get out, get on with our day. Yeah. Every round you spend trying to get past the teleport trap is more wraiths showing up to fight you. Just so we're all I would like to throw Esmeralda's body. So hold on. Ju- I well, I'm just saying this is what. Oh, you're gonna I take her. Oh, because this is what I would her body like has the to armor do. On, so. Right. This <laughs> yeah. is what I would like to do for my character in this scene. When we get to it, mm-hmm. I would like her to throw Esmeralda's body and put it. Um, throw it and like my weapon and whatever, and put it because we know that they were teleporting into that crypt. That crypt. Right. So put all of that in one of the. The, oh, in one of the coffins in the in crypt. In one of the coffins in the crypt. If it works, then we can just say, hey, have one of us living people lay in there, and then we can walk through and trade places with. I but as it is, he now has a chance to just get in armor for free without even trying. I'm all for it. Yeah, for real. Like, I mean, couldn't hurt. 
Right. The only the only problem with the plan is that you have to take the time to put her body in one of those things in the crypt while being attacked by rays. I toss it down in an attempt to aim just right. Right. <laughs> right. We were in there last time. There weren't any rays around. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, they were chasing us. You guys were fighting them at the doorway. Oh, you're talking about those wraiths. Yes, I'm yeah, talking about the wraiths with the, the lanterns. I mean, not and the then ghouls the, or the zombies in the... Yeah, no, so those were, um, those were whites. You guys got traded, you guys got traded places with whites. Um, and the monsters that were floating were wraiths. You guys are on the steps. You got to decide what you're going to do before you actually enter the crypts. What are you guys going to do? I will say this. Between Albert... And Abramovich, because you have a natural distaste for magic, right? As a barbarian. Sure. And Albert knows a lot about magic because he's a sage and an elf. You have a feeling maybe if you went back there and looked a little closer, maybe you could find what's causing this magic field and destroy it. Okay. Do you want to go, I smell magic, and then run off? Do you smell magic? I don't remember. Oh. Can you smell magic? I knew that, is was, that, a a thing. that was a thing. Is that a skill that you have as, bar- as a one-handed yes. barbarian? That's a skill that you got? I don't know if that's the barbarian. It's, I knew not, that- it's not in your character class, but I feel like it kind of fits. Like you can, like when there's sorcery, like the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Sorcery. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you kind of have a sense of, I sense sorcery here kind of thing. Okay. So the question is, are you guys going to all head here? Are you going to head to the... Crypt full of whites, or are you guys gonna split up? Those seem split to be the. Only- it! I hate that. He already hates that idea. Which one? <laughs> splitting the party. I hate splitting the party. We got so many party members, though. What can Albert do? <laughs> you were saying something about Albert. Albert. Some of them have to be killed. Albert feels like maybe if he got another chance to look around where this teleport trap is, yeah. he could find some kind of runes or something like. You're just feeling that now you're a full-fledged uh, spellcaster. Full-fledged elf. Now that you're a full-fledged elf. You got your ears. Okay, cool. You can could we, maybe... I think we should go here and check out the teleport trap. Just see, like, if there's some way we can disarm it before we try stuffing people into coffins. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with looking to see if there's a way we can avoid stuffing things with... I'm all for all right, stuffing so give me, into coffins. So you guys would be approaching from this side. Give me some kind of marching order all right. of your characters approaching... That was the idea. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. Your character first. going first. Yeah, sure. I'll go first. I was thinking Albert second. And then... Uh, and then Irina. Okay. And then... And then the cleric. Our healer. Okay. Um, so, Luke, roll... I want to, like, just, like, check out these crypts and these put your, walls. Put your zero levels up there, too. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Are they going with us or they're staying behind? No, they're... No, they're... Carl, Carl thought it was best keeping with you just in case you need teleport Because we don't know how the... we have to we have, have war the, pony to carry all this armor. Teleport fodder. Yeah. Um, so he's like uh, he's like running his and hand she, along the wall and here yeah, yeah, yeah. crypts here and he's like so, channeling his barbarian fears mm, and he's like dusting mm, off looking for so anything. roll take three d six and you can use either personality or intelligence whichever is better please, please let me do okay you're trying to roll that or less so you definitely sense evil sorcery here sorcery Day's evil's magic's here that's right this is gonna go <laughs> evil magic oh oh that's what I should roll it this sound. is gonna go that would have been a great... St- no. Okay. Yeah, you definitely high. sense... You so high. Well, high. <laughs> right now you roll high. Wow, you definitely a- sense foul sorcery, 
but you you kind of run your hand along the wall. You're trying to look without actually getting caught in the teleport, and you um, let me do it. You can't quite. I'm a failure. While this happens, through the you know between the crypts and through all this mist, you guys start to see the lanterns of the wraiths, right? And they're slowly approaching. Tired of this? Yeah, and like your zero levels are like, guys. All right, so Sully, you can do the same. Well, for you, it's going to have to be intelligence if you're going to try to see if you can figure out what's ca- what's causing the magic trap. May I take an action to cast augury? Of course. What's that? Ooh. I didn't even know you had augury. I don't, but the icon of St. Markovia does. Ah. What does that do? You can use an action to cast an augury spell from the icon with no material components required. Once you use this property cannot be used again until the next dawn. Okay. Well, what is the augury spell? So pull out Let's your phone future and scene. put in 5E augury. By casting gem inlaid sticks, rolling dragon bones, laying out ornate cards, or employing some other d- divining tool, you receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. The DM chooses from the following possible omens. Wheel for good results, woe for bad results, wheel and woe for both good and bad. Nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. No. Put the spell away. Forget about the spell. Pretend you've never seen it. All right, so you... Set down your backpack, yep. and you pull out the icon of St. Markovia, and you yes. kind of set it there on the ground. And yes. it's like this guy with a miter on this Pope-looking guy. And you do what? Kiss it. Lick it. I kneel before it. Right, right. Uh-huh. And close my eyes and, and whisper... Sweet nothings? Sweet nothings into the ears of the Just saint. tell me. Just tell me. How do we get through this place to kill the bad guy? How do we get through this magical portal crap? Piece of junk to get to the bad guy. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. And, and you hear me get through this place to kill the bad guy. You hear you hear a voice in your head that's like, ah, uh, that is kind of creepy the way you are praying, but okay. You're just like <laughs> you open oh, your yeah. eyes, and around here, right along mm-hmm. this wall, across the ceiling here, all of a sudden you can see magical runes that you could not see before mm. that were invisible to your ordinary sight. Yes. That like a little bit of light seems to come out of the icon of St. Markovia and you see this row of runes right across the frame of the entryway. That says what do you do? speak friend and enter? It does not. They look like magical it looks like runes. The, it looks like almost a doorway. Like, yes, like along the... Like, the runes make, like, sort of an yes, arch doorway? Yes, yes, And what do the runes say? Anything specific? Um, teleportationist, no. body switchiest, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, you would we recognize... We're going to put you as, in a room full you, of white. <laughs> we would definitely recognize it as teleportation magic because you're an elf, so... Right, right. so how would I dispel this? Um, yes. Destroy... The room. The ones that are glowing and not really there? Yes. Yes. You, think, you gotta desecrate them. You gotta pee on them. You th- <laughs> I honestly will do that if that'll work. I knew it! <laughs> you smash the butt of the sword. And no okay. acid on All right. So, so, so Albert, Albert... Get an acid diet. <laughs> Albert says something about that he can see these magic runes. Yes. Right? Yes. And Abramovich and Nigel both know 
The best way to deal with evil magic runes that are written on a surface is... Smash that surface. Smash that surface. Um, yes. Which one of you gets to it first? Gentlemen, so I really you, think... I'll smash them. What do you use to smash them? Talk in your mouth. No. My mace, because it probably won't get destroyed, I guess. Exactly. So he takes the mace of terror. He's got his Zweihander on his back. He pulls out the mace of terror off his belt and starts smashing on the wall, smashing on the wall, smashing on the wall, and breaks enough of this wall off that the effect is dispelled. Um, Gentlemen, I do believe, and lady, I do believe that the spell has been dispelled and we may cross this now to go to Let's go, let's go do that. Come on, come on. I zip up. (laughs) I say, good job, everyone. (laughs) Although peeing would also have worked. I want to be clear. Is that clear? We don't know which one did it, but I think it was... It was a oh, you were peeing too. Yeah. <laughs> Careful, man. He's smashing the wall. He's inside smashing. I'm on the other side peeing. <laughs> you, you don't need to steal his glory. Maybe he helped. It was yeah. both. It was both. It, yeah. it, it, it was a little both. bit of both. It was both. Tell me about this Y-hander real quick. I do believe it was both. Uh, it does D10 damage, yeah. and it gives you the uh, equivalent of the mighty cleave, or great cleave feet. Mm, I, I love cleavage. So, this is from 3rd edition. Every time you drop an opponent, you get a free attack against the next a, another adjacent opponent. When they go to zero hit points, if there's any other opponents adjacent to you, you can take an attack against them. But oh. if their name isn't adjacent, you don't get to attack. <laughs> right. Does that um, does that like stack? Like if yes, you kill it, one, keep, it, it keeps them. right on stacking. In fact, kill, kill, it, that's the difference kill between NATO. that's the that's the difference between cleave and great cleave. Yes, great mm-hmm. cleave it stacks, and in fact, you can take a five foot step God, between like cleaves. Oh, sick. so you drop a guy, drop another guy, take a five foot step, drop another like guy, drop another. Guy. Olsen twins oh, would be right normal right cleave. Dolly Parton would be great. Nice, nice. Cleave. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like There has not been enough cleavage in this game. <laughs> and and now here we finally are. And oh, Luke, and now she's all armored up and stuff. And Luke gets the cleavage. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, you guys rush down the steps. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay. Pause podcast. This is it. <laughs> the final confrontation. Kimbo North the Gnome here. While the lads set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. Although Mighty Deeds is produced dirt cheap, there are still costs associated with making the show. If you would like to support the program, go to patreon.com forward slash Mighty Deeds pod. If you'll throw a few silver smurdukes in the lad's treasure chest, we'll try to reward you by naming an NPC after you or something like that. Enough talk to battle. All right, so two, two rounds away are a bunch of wraiths at the top of the steps. Right? Can we like uh re-put the stuff back up there so they have to go through the teleportation thing? It only it specifically says it only works on living targets Dang it. in the in the description. Oh, we could have just killed one of you guys and then shoved you through. That would have worked. That would have worked so well. I mean, it would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the, I don't turn see the body. Here. Turn the body. Yeah. We can get, we, we, so is this a magic yeah. right-hander? No. This is the way they are designed in Sick. Ilthmar. Sick. They're specially designed so that... Ilthmar Swihander. It like is that. an Ilthmar Swihander, yes. Because we could have used the armor pasties, put it on the heart of somebody, mm-hmm. had a little wire going to it, and put some electricity through it to get them started yep. again. I, I don't see an issue with this. It's the pasties. Right. Mm-hmm. They do it every time. You come down into the darkest, 
most oppressive, even your, even the light of your torches seems to barely dispel the oppressive darkness in this room. It has a, unlike the entire rest of the crypts, there is merely a dirt floor. Um, and the stone is much more rough hewn in here. And in the middle of the floor is a coffin. And like literally that's it. It's a dirt floored room. There's a coffin there, and you guys have got to figure out how to destroy Strahd. Jason. Arr! Are there footprints in the dirt floor? Uh, roll 3d6 and get your intelligence or less. Less, yes, 11, yes. There are some footprints, yes, of someone wearing boots, mostly going back and forth between the coffin and the exit. That's what I need to know. Thank you very much. Okay, so <laughs> destroying a vampire is an elaborate process that involves a lot of stuff. I step down, uh -huh. and I walk to the coffin, push off its lid, and I, is his body laying there? Yes. Strahd, I admit I am not equipped to, to destroy you, but this will be my vengeance. Nice. And I step aside. Uh, so you gain one permanent luck. Luke came up with this whole backstory for his character about him being his family being trapped in Ravenloft and Strahd and all this stuff. Um, and he's been playing off of it the entire time we've been playing. So, Jeez. all right. Uh, we got to cut open, uh, cut off his head, stake him. Not necessarily in that order. Do we have a stake? Yes, yes. we have a bunch that we got from the throne. Oh, yeah. Right. Remember that we did. Where does it say they have to bless it? It says consecrate it. Yeah, that's what this that's what this ritual does. So here's what you got. Destroying vampire is unlike other other rituals. There is no manifestation. It's considered a magical ritual because they're ritual activities. Okay. The caster rolls a single spell check of DC 10 plus the number of dice the vampire has. The caster can have up to four people assist in the ritual. Any assistant who rolls a 10 or higher on the casting check adds plus one to the result. Any assistant rolling a five or lower subtracts one from the final result. The party then compares the roll to the DC of the chart below. So basically... I have a question before you continue. Yes. Um, so let's say hypothetically, one of us has a ring that's an automatic success. <laughs> on no matter what we roll. Ooh. Could we Sully, then... are you even listening? Could we then just yeah. say hypothetically... Yes. yes, I am. ...that Ooh. that person rolls and then uses their ring... To automatically give us a success on this first, roll. Though. Hypothetically. No, not at all. Oh, does he not? He just has yeah. to roll. It doesn't See, matter what so the what result it means, is. Yeah. So so the thing is, what does it mean in a system where higher rolls give you higher results that you can automatically succeed? See what I'm saying? That does that give he, you the... That doesn't uh, mean he automatically gets the highest possible result. It doesn't. It just means he gets a success. Well, I mean, looking at the table, it's like... I mean... In this table, there really isn't a, a, a win or lose. It's like he's destroyed or he comes back in a year. And, you, and you're... But again, right. also, an automatic success doesn't necessarily mean that we can't add numbers to the die. Right. May I add that I would like to succeed? We could like just say I would like to succeed. We could just we could yeah. just I think this is a problem that our dungeon master has not ported the ring properly. What? Well, I would like to point out, and this is just my theory on it. Sorry. If he succeeds, I think it should be at least Okay, so a plus 10, the only result on here that is a real success is the plus 10 result. That's yeah. Vampire staked 
The vampire staking was an exercise in fanatical perfection. Congratulations, you have really, really killed a vampire. So, mm-hmm. I would say if you use one of your charges of your ring, yes. and you're the primary caster, yes. then yes, you could get that result. Well, why don't we see if we get the result? Yeah, I mean, you could just see what. Oh you're yeah, gonna of course. With. He has to automatically. He has to roll. Okay, so, so here's it doesn't the thing. matter who is going to help him and who is going to defend the stairway. What do we have? Um, Seems like Abramovich, the giant fighter, should be defending the stairway. I think that All Arena right, should also Burner's be defending help the, defend stairway. the stairways as well. Okay, so basically, the two spellcasters are going to do the ritual, mm-hmm. and everybody else is defending the stairway. I'm going to put you down here just so it's easier to yeah. to handle. Okay, so time runs out. You guys begin casting your spell. Let's boogie. Let's boogie just you two and the mm-hmm. monsters. Roll for initiative. Nat one. Ooh, I got a nat one. <gasps> Twelve. Fun. <laughs> Twelve. I, do you have any bonuses to your nat one? I'll let you go first for sure. Okay. All right, so Abramovich, one of them is coming down the steps towards you. What do you do? Pull out my swy-hander, and I clean hey, hey, hey. through oh. it. Hey, if you're going to do it, do it one-handed. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> I, I use my swy-hander, which means two-hander, with one hand. Right, of course you do. Slash into it with a, Ooh, that's a good one. 19. 19. Nice. Oh, that's your that's with bonuses? Yes, yeah. that hits. Okay, yeah, not a crit. I would have said it for <laughs> He crits on a 19 or 20. No, and I was like, kind of cool worried there for a second. I dig it. Uh, three. I have six left. Ah. Irina. Irina attacks with mm-hmm. her sword. The same one with her magic sword? Yeah. Magic, magic helmet. Spear and magic helmet? I'll do it with my spear and magic helmet. Your spear and magic helmet? Spear and magic helmet. Magic helmet. Magic helmet. Fourteen? Fourteen is the magic number. Okay. He's got six hit points left. Come on, Carl. I thought three was the magic oh, number. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, could you repeat the word, please? (laughs) I did four damage. Okay. Can you use that word in a sentence? Could you use the word in a sentence, please? (laughs) I just fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this thing attacks you. Yeah. Eight is not going to be a hit. Yeah, that's a Oh, wait. What's your armor class? 16. 16? Yeah. Did you add an extra one for your helmet? Yes. You don't get to do that once you put on regular armor. Okay. It's counted. I was worried that you might be doing that, and I totally get where you're coming from. Gotcha. But in old school, it's counted. Okay, but anyway, I still miss yeah. by a mile. Okay, so they're holding the doorway. You guys begin casting a spell. Okay. So now, Jason, this round, you're going to roll your aid roll. Okay. And it should say right on there what you were trying to roll. Ten or better. No. That's a negative. Okay, how bad? I rolled a one. Okay, so it says on there, he actually gets, if you get like a five or less, he gets a negative. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he gets a negative one. He gets a negative one. Okay, okay. so next round, you'll be rolling... To destroy Strahd. Man, okay. you're going to be using that ring. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Okay, Abramovich. Oh, maybe. All right. Finish this guy off. He's got two hit points off. left. Mm, critical hit. No. Okay. Wait. Oh, okay. I have a question. I have so many critical effects. Hold and, on. Be- hold on. Hold on. And you're going to get to cleave into and the next guy. I'm going to get to cleave. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is cleave only on okay. crits? No, First cleave off. is when he kills somebody. First off, let me do my Savage Ferocity. First of all, Savage Ferocity. Uh Give me a D3. Two, okay. Uh, That could be a... Mm -hmm. This is cool for him because this is his big class ability. Mm -hmm. It's the only thing I do. He rages when he he crits. So it's like his his thing. And if he kills it, he gets to kill the guy behind him. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then he gets... Okay. If he kills that one in one hit... But only if its name is adjacent. 
Okay. And now I got to roll for my. Jeez, I'm going to do Jason. Caged Fury. Uh, okay. Before that, let's do my critical table. I'm on right. crit table three. I got a d12. Okay. Roll it. I got a so, seven. A strike to hand knocks weapon into the air. Weapon lands one d. Okay. So you knocked his sword out of his hand. Cool. And how much damage you do? I also deal eight and ten, nine damage. Okay. So he's dead. So I cleave through him. I step up onto the step with my five right. foot step. And uh-huh. I Slash Leave right into that one. Uh-huh. Is this a uh, ooh, that is a 21. Not natural. Seriously? Okay. Yeah. He has eight hit points to start with. I mean... I could kill him right here, right now. Uh, five damage. Okay. So he's down to three. Okay, and my and, and, Cage Fury. Okay. Instills fear and doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There's no save against that either. Okay. Okay, so the one directly in front of me has is one dice down on his next attack. Okay. Is that because of fear? Yes. Because normally undead are immune to fear, but in okay, this case, I'm going to give it to you. It's a big climactic so I battle. I slash through him and then I slash into You slash through that and one and he's... with a primal right, fury. There you go. Yes, I love it. Okay. Um, I got my class feet. Irina, so you step up. Oh yeah, Arena jumps. Arena's like pumped now. Right. So right. Arena like jumps up and goes to hit. Goes it's got three hit, hit points left, man. Come on. Come you got on. this. Yeah. Fourteen. Yeah. Easy hit. Yep. Okay. Come on, man. Nice. Oh, I, got, I got eight. Okay. <laughs> kills that one. All right. So now there's only one wraith assaulting you guys. I mean, I feel it, like at this point we could forward. just take our time. No, because another wave is going to come. They keep yeah, coming. We'll have to and coming and coming. Okay. So now and they'll just keep. You're rolling your roll. What what bonuses are okay. you getting? That's what I'm. Holy water and a silver dagger. Okay. We got the silver dagger. Uh, we got the holy water. It says no crucifix. Not. Well, you're using the holy symbol of Ravenkind. That's what I was so ask yeah, if that works. Yeah. Okay, so we don't have the next. Who's shaking floor. the table? We got plus three because we have nothing for it to chew on. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we don't have a. Do we have any garlic on us? Anyone got some pizza? Of course, es- Esmeralda would not have come to Castle Ravenloft without clothes we of did garlic. Take our we did take our bodies. So yeah, we so it. you've got garlic to throw okay, in his so mouth. There we go. We got another plus. Oh, nurse. Uh, so we cut his head off. We shove his body full of garlic. I think you shove his mouth full of garlic and set his body on fire. Yes. But okay. So well, what's the total right. plus? Uh, plus four. Plus right. your level. Plus your Five. personality bonus. Five. Okay. Six. Okay. But it, does plus that six. include the minus one like for his bungling? Plus five. Plus five. Okay. Right. Come on, man. So the DC, Strahd has... 16. So there's there's no way for you to get the best result, right? No, Even there is. T- but you have to get 10 over to get the best result, right? Plus 10. Yes. Yeah. So, that, so that'd be a 26. So there's no way for him to get it. Well, no, he could still spend luck. That's true. But I, I think it'd be better Strahd has 10 hit dice. So what does that mean? What Plus, does that mean? So it means the DC is 20, right? Oh, never mind. Oh, the DC is 20? You need to get a 30. Good luck on that. I gotta get a 30? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has to get a 30 with a plus 5. He oh, rolled oh. a 3. He rolled a 3. <laughs> he used that range. So, so. 8. <laughs> He's doing the math for us. Okay. Do the ring. Ring of success. Ring of success. <laughs> uh, definitely not enough luck in the world to get so, to So, so Strahd... My my master vampire is destroyed by you guys cheating last time and by you guys cheating getting a special magic like item that. randomly off a table. I would like to say that we did not cheat. 
We did not. I was a also, mistake that was made. I would also this like time, to say it was a random table because of uh, Runehammer Games has given you, you guys the success. I was like, so the big moment, right? You are reading from from Van Richten's journal in German and stuff, and the power of Christ compels you. You know, <laughs> and then there's uh, pea soup flying everywhere, Ugh. and they're they're standing in the doorway, and more and more more and more wraiths are piling up, and you guys are being forced down the stairway as you fight, and you say the final any minute, guys, any minute, guys, yeah, any time now, come on, come on, and it, it cuts to the zero levels, and they're like sweating and looking everywhere, and then your your ring flashes. Straw's body heart turns in, <laughs> turns into dust. Right? What is it? With your power combined, with our powers combined, our combined. And you guys Captain have Planet. destroyed Strahd von Zarovich and beaten the Ravenloft module. Woo! The wraiths disappear. The sun starts to rise over the over the uh, horizon, and we will find out everything that happens as a consequence of this victory next time on Mighty Deeds. Good job, guys! The sun rises. What kind of freaking like time? You've been listening to Mighty Deeds, a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, with additional rules from Tales from the Fallen Empire by James Capio and Transylvanian Adventures from Scott Mathis. Our current campaign is set in Fritz Lieber's World of Nawak. Tonight's adventure is inspired by the original Ravenloft module, written by Tracy and Laura Hickman and published by TSR Hobbies in 1983. Additional inspiration comes from Doom of the Savage Kings by Harley Stroh and Curse of Strahd by Wizards of the Coast. Original music for Mighty Deeds is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. Check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. If you like what you're hearing, please spread the word about the podcast on social media and rate and review us on iTunes. And join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. There okay. was a spider web in the cereal box. Nice. <laughs> this is our this is our quality of life around here. You think? This is our quality of life out here. Okay, so...